Hello Leo, welcome to your Aries season audio horoscope. My name is Renee, I'm the astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. I'm a movement educator and somatic intuitive, and um, as I look at your astrology, I'm going to tune in through my body and try and give you an embodied reading. Well, Aries is a fire sign, and it's part of the fire triplicity, and Aries, uh, for you, holds a really important place in the chart, and this is the place of higher meaning and wisdom. And I love this image for Leo because Aries is the sign of the self, and Leo um, is seeking higher wisdom uh, through the path of self. Leo, at its kind of most expansive and evolutionary expression is uh, self-actualization. It is arriving in the heart, arriving in the center of the body, and radiating out from there. Um, Though Leo is often talked about as a performative sign, when Leo is really healthy, and I I think that this is true for a lot of Leos, because I think a lot of Leos are quite connected to the the health of their sign, um, Leo doesn't perform at all. And it's not that there's not a silliness or a playfulness or, uh, you know, an ability to act, but performativity being something that one is not, is not aligned with the evolutionary path for Leo. And really being yourself (laughs) is the path. That is the path of wisdom. And You'll read this in a lot of, you know, esoteric texts and stuff like that, you know, that as below, so above, or as without, so within, you know, that we find the macro within the micro, the micro within the macro, and that we can gain a universal consciousness and understanding by going deeply inside of ourselves. And we can think about, you know, pictures of uh, molecules and DNA and how these shapes uh, repeat again and again and again and again um, through fractals, through different kinds of manifestations um, across the spectrum of life into space, right? And so there is this kind of feeling as I'm tuning in with your chart of uh, an understanding or like a, a kind of experience that you might be having right now where what is deeply personal and very much about you is also a wisdom path. It's also bringing you into greater consciousness and understanding of the world. And you're, you're on some kind of path. I mean, you're learning a lot and it feels like you are growing a lot. And the way that you are learning and the way that you are growing is by understanding yourself. Now this month with Aries season, um, there's a lot of self-understanding that you are seeking to do. And I think that you're going to get some pretty sweet <laughs> feelings in area season, I hope. Um, and it feels like those sweet feelings are loving. And ideally, this means that they're self-loving. I feel like I've talked about this in the last couple of months with your horoscopes. Um, what I feel like has been happening for Leo in its kind of soul expression, which is a need to not punish itself anymore and not hate itself anymore and kind of like really um, integrate self-love. And, you know, self-love is also accountability. It's also the ability to respond, (laughs) to be response-able, right? To apologize, to see that you could do something better next time. But it's also the ability to let yourself off the hook when you don't do everything perfectly, 
right? And when, um, I don't know, you're a human being. And I've been talking about this for a while in your horoscopes that um, you're a human being and you're not perfect and you have to love who you are. And it feels like this month you're you're learning something in this journey of self-love and you're and it might definitely feel at various points that you're learning something through the experience of um, what is not self-love. It might be outright self-hatred. It might be negating beliefs or negating patterns um, that are not acting, you know, in ways that necessarily feel like they support your wellness or your, your well-being. Um, as you work through this month, um, there's a couple of kind of key sequences that I um, want to kind of bring you through. So the first, as we move into Aries season, of course, on the equinox, March 20th, um, for the next five to seven days, the first week or so of Aries season, um, it feels like there is a, a renewal of a kind of sense of clarity for you. And there may have been something that you have been working on or seeking to understand or um, seeking to, to change within yourself or seeking to develop um, that have to do with your relationships. And particularly, there may have been ways that you've been um, kind of leaning towards being a friend, you know, being a person in the world, um, putting yourself out there, trusting other people, talking to other people. Um, and there's some kind of different way that you want to be. There's some kind of idea that you have about how you could be. And since last June, you've been working on something that has to do with that. And I want to tell you what I'm talking about because it might be helpful for you to know. Um, I'm talking about a Venus cycle. So Venus has a 584-day cycle, and it started this cycle on June 3rd, 2020. And this cycle began in a part of your chart that is also very active in Aries season. Um, and this is a part of your chart that speaks to you as a person who is out in the world creating what you want to create and participating in a larger kind of social sphere. You are a human being, right? How do, how do you get out there with yourself? How do you engage with people? What is it that you believe in? What do you want to work towards? What's your vision for yourself, you know, as a human being on earth? This is a little different than like, what are you trying to do with your career or something? This is kind of like the social side of that. Like, who are you in the world? You know, who do you want to be? How are you projecting yourself out? How are you letting others in? And over the last, um, you know, nine months or so since last June, this has coincided with um, a, a kind of radical reorientation and reorganization within all levels of your relationship. And whatever it is that you think that you want to be doing, now you have to do it. So there's the idea and there's the vision and then there's the work of the thing. There's the labor of it. <laughs> and relationships take work. Being a human being in the world takes work. Translating yourself for other people is not always easy. Figuring out where you fit, figuring out how to give your gifts, figuring out how to step back and receive others, learning how to listen, right? Like there are so many lessons <laughs> that we have to learn about being in relationship. 
And the first week of Aries season is a really powerful week for you to have some big like aha moments is what it feels like to me. Um, it, it feels like you are really working through a lot and maybe understanding um, ways of relating um, that have to do with how you know yourself and how you um, uh, believe in yourself or kind of follow your own vision or follow your intuition, right? Um, and so when I started this horoscope and I was talking about your wisdom path is to is to know yourself really deeply. Relationships provide such a mirror, right? Like there's such an incredible place where we can project all kinds of things. We can also get amazing reflections back. Uh, what relationships bring up is, <laughs> um, you know, intense a lot of the times, or it's stuff that wouldn't get brought up otherwise. It's stuff that might not get revealed in our personalities if there weren't people to bring them out. And you are understanding something about yourself. You are understanding um, ways of relating. You're getting reflections. Uh, you might be going through experiences that are turning you back on yourself, that are causing you to really look, look deeply. As we get into the full moon on March 28th, this is a full moon in Libra, which is Aries' opposite sign. And Libra is also a sign of relationships. So we've got a lot of... Um, relational energy in the places of your chart that are getting activated, in the signs that are getting activated, and it's all about the balance between you and other people. And this full moon wants you to pay attention to your communication and wants you to pay attention to the place where your communication begins. And the place where your communication begins is in your consciousness, and your consciousness has so much to do with your self-knowing and how you love yourself or don't love yourself and how you speak to yourself. You might hear a compliment and if you're self-hating, then you will take that compliment and turn it into a slight, turn it into some reason to pick on yourself or turn it into judgment against the person who just complimented you, right? Like that's what self-hatred can do. It can completely... Uh, fuck with your sense of perception. Do you know anything about this experience? I'm just going to take a wild guess and say I think you probably do. And so this is a full moon that is really asking you to invest in a loving and centered um, and steady connection with yourself. Really great practice for this month is to tune into your central channel. And your central channel you can think of as a kind of fluid or energetic space that runs through the center of your body in front of your spine. Um, if you've ever encountered anything about like uh, energetic channels or gates like chakras or nadis, um, you might think about the uh, actual eminence, you know, the energetic eminence that moves from your center out into the world. And you could tune in, especially with the center of your pelvis, the center of your belly, the center of your chest and heart area, the center of your throat, the center of your head. If you can bring attention into this part of your body in airy season regularly and just try and fill it with love. And I want to say that the kind of love that you want to fill it with is um, a 
I'm, I'm going to put a little trigger warning because I know that for some people this will be a trigger, that it's a maternal love, a motherly love. And mothers can come in any gender and any shape and size, but um, I'm a person that has some deep mother wounds. And so when people say a mother's love, I'm like, ah, ouch. Um, so if anybody else out there, you know, has that experience, um, we can be our own mothers, right? And, and if you, like I did, had a mother that died, or if you had a mother who wasn't able to show up or who was experiencing trauma or abuse or something like that, you know, so many stories of rupture and trauma in our world, then this is an opportunity for you to mother yourself, to be a loving, nourishing, nurturing, protective, soft, and just warm and affirming presence for yourself. And just like, you know, the, the archetypal angelic mother kind of, yes, everything we want a mom to be. Um, I was reading Thich Nhat Hanh and he was talking about um, how in Cambodia, um, where he comes from, like they describe the mother energy as a sweet banana or like the sweetest rice, like this, mm, just like, oh, yes, so nourishing, so sweet, so satisfying. That's the kind of feeling you want to pour into the center of your body. Okay, so when it comes to, when, to you communicating and when it comes to you being in relationship and particularly in relationships with partners and friends and anybody who you might work with or want to be collaborating with, you want to come from a place that is filled with this kind of nourishing, nurturing love that helps you feel like you have your needs met already. It helps you feel like you're a person whose needs are worth meeting. It helps you remember that you are a person who's deserving of love. So when you have that inside of you and resonating in your central channel, then you can communicate with others and you can uh, communi you know, communicate in the world um, in a way that we can trust, right? Like we can hear, it, it can resonate with us because it's not trying to prove anything. It's not trying to uh, oppress, you know, or suppress. It's not trying to be performative, right? To be something that it's not. And this is a really big theme for you right now. You need to be yourself and you need to love yourself. And if you're not yourself and if you're not loving yourself, then your relationships are going to be intensely challenging. And there will be drama and there will be chaos that creates rupture and breakage until you get to love yourself. You know, it's, it's going to push you to whatever extreme it needs to push you. And sometimes we need to be pushed far in order to recognize that we're not loving ourselves. You know, it's, it's, there's not a ton of like societal support to actually recognize when we're being self-hating. Even though there's tons of messages out there about love yourself, we live in a society that is set up to teach people to hate themselves, whether it's through marketing about your body image or messages about your wealth or your gender or your physical ability or whatever, you know, list of, <laughs> of shit that people, you know, prioritize and put into weird hierarchies and stuff like that. I didn't mean to, sorry, it, list of shit that could sound crass, but you know, it's, it's, it's programming and it's not, it's not a setup for people to love themselves. So you have to do this work, okay? You have to take it up. And the full moon is an incredible moment for you to be doing this work. 
Um, for some of you, it's going to feel like this is a moment when something finally clicks into place, something slides, you're able to communicate in a way that's very authentic. Um, some of you might feel like there's an argument or a conflict that arises or a miscommunication and it, it pushes you into a space of negotiation. You have to figure something out. Either way, it, it will be a pivotal kind of moment around the full moon, I think, and it will reveal something about directionality potentially within important relationships or within your own relationship to yourself around like how you want to be or where you want to go. Um, some Leos out there may be making specific kinds of plans right now. And so th there may have something to do, you know, with particular plans, um, travel plans, long-term plans, um, project plans and stuff like this. So the 28th is a kind of really interesting time. And at this time, I just can't emphasize it enough. You really want to be practicing being in that space of self-love. Um, the next couple of days as we get out of March could be a little weird. And so if you have like an important conversation around the full moon, it may be that it takes a couple of days for things to integrate and settle and there, there might be like a couple like really wobbly days in the end of March. Now, for some of you, it, this could not feel wobbly at all, and you could feel like super intuitive and really tuned in. But either way, the feeling at this time is kind of like um, quite weird. And it, for some of you, it's going to probably feel really expansive and like you're tuned into your intuition, you're tuned in with your higher self. And for some people, it might feel like you don't know what's going on, um, but you feel that things are changing and you just have to kind of let it go, you know, surrender, let it happen. And then as we get into April, things start to happen. We get into that kind of quicker Aries energy and things start to happen. There's more clarity, I think, on your part and probably everybody's part. Um, communications are going to flow quicker and easier at that point uh, to some extent. There's a new moon on April 11th that is also a really powerful new moon um, that has to do with this kind of directional energy that is really asking you to be accountable with your relationships, to do the work that you are doing, which is to not hate yourself, to fill yourself with love so that you can listen with objective perspective, so that you can listen with compassion, so that you can perceive and translate what you're hearing accurately so that you can be response able right keyword right now response able you want to be able to respond you don't want to be stuck in reactive patterns your self-love is helping you get out of the reactive patterns right now it is the only thing that will be helping you right now doing the work of of working on yourself and doing the work of loving yourself where you feel messed up where you feel painful spots, you know, where you feel like maybe it's not, you're not always the way that you want to be or where there's pain coming up in relationships. Um, you, you have to be there for you in Aries season. Um, as we get into the end of Aries season, the last couple of days, uh, we're also working with, um, another closing cycle or kind of mid midpoint in a cycle. And so you could think back to end of January 
Um, and anything that you've been working on in that time, specifically within your relationships and restructuring them or trying to move into new ways of being, have important conversations, etc. Um, April 18th is going to be a kind of interesting moment for that. And I think, uh, again, there's this feeling of increased mental clarity and an understanding of what it is that you want and need and how you want to, um, it, it, not how you want to, just how you will be resting in that truth, you know, being in that truth. And again, your self-love, call upon it. Um, and really think about what you want to be moving towards, you know, around this time, it feels like there might be some important decisions uh, that people are moving towards that have to do with relationships, with future plans. Um, and you don't want to be reactive. You really want to be um, in as many ways as possible in a kind of like spacious space <laughs> in yourself, right? Like, Take that time, take that time to tune in, fill yourself with your own best wisdom, love yourself. Like when the pain comes up, love yourself. When you're insecure, love yourself. When you're not sure if you're gonna get what you want or need, love yourself. When you don't know where you're going in your life and you're scared about it, love yourself. When you feel like you made a mistake, love yourself. That doesn't mean like bypass or blow over self-improvement that needs to be made. This is also a time for you to be really doing the work. And the work that you're doing, I think in large part, is getting out of reactive patterns that have to do with not loving yourself, with trauma, with some kind of survival mechanism, some ghost mechanism, I don't know. That's what you wanna move out of. And Aries season wants to help you do it, okay? So it feels like, by the time we get into the end of the season, by the end of April, you are going to have probably made some kind of decision about some kind of future plan. That might be a short-term future plan or a long-term future plan, but it feels like an important plan nonetheless and something that um, has a lot of potential for you to uh, experience some freedom, experience adventure, and it requires you to be brave. It requires you to work in harmony with other people and to not be reactive and to be response-able. Okay, so I hope any and all of that makes sense to you and lands for you. Um, again, just interpret my words in whatever way makes the most meaning for you. Check in with the dates that I offered and see what pings. Um, I always suggest that folks listen for their sun and their rising signs. And if you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com. You can also find your 2021 year ahead report in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. And that's an hour and a half long reading detailing all the major transits and influences for this year with suggestions for how to work the best uh, with their challenges and opportunities. If you'd like to work more with me and learn about embodied astrology and learn about using your chart, and I can't recommend this enough, especially for you Leos who are really trying to grow right now, astrology is so helpful, um, please consider becoming an extended content subscriber. You can subscribe by any amount. Uh, it's a donation subscription and it gets you access to my month ahead. Um, worksheet calendars and interpretations, some tools for you to be working with the lunar cycles, and twice a month workshops and meetups with me where we do chart work. And there's a beautiful community of folks who are doing that work together. 
You can follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcast. And of course, if you enjoy this work, please consider making a donation. All of your donations are so appreciated. And as well, when you share this podcast with your friends and family. All right, Leo, happy Aries season. Lots of love to you. Bye for now.